0: Today is April 14th, and this is the 54th episode of the MMA Mike podcast. You know, we got a big, big, big main event this weekend at UFC Fight Night Whitaker versus Gastelum on the 17th. Again, in the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, my buddy asked me, who's fighting this weekend? And I go, this weekend's Whitaker versus Gastelum. And he goes to me, that's not on pay-per-view. And you know what? This is completely a pay-per-view quality fight. And it is even a pay-per-view main event quality fight. This fight was supposed to happen uh, a couple of years ago when Whitaker was the champion. And unfortunately, he couldn't make the walk. And uh, Gastelum, you know, that fight obviously didn't happen. Gastelum ended up going on to face Israel Adesanya uh, for the... uh, interim championship and then you know that Adesanya won and ended up defeating Robert Whitaker but you know these two were supposed to fight and it it, it was going to be a great fight and you know now we finally get to see it so one of the fights that got away is actually going to end up happening which is actually great to see and I'm super super excited uh this fight's intriguing you know the the thing that's interesting is is when the fight was you know first scheduled a couple of years ago, I think the odds were very, very closer than they are now. You know, Whitaker is a close to a minus two hundred and sixty favorite, and Gastelum a plus two hundred and ten underdog. Um, and I think that's because you know, after Gastelum lost to Adesanya, he picked up two more losses, um, so he went on a little bit of a skid. But then you know, picked up a win against Ian Heinisch not too long ago, and uh, you know, Whitaker since losing his belt to Sonya, He says that, you know, he kind of feels rejuvenated and he's has picked up wins over Darren Till and Jared Cannonier, which are two very big wins. Um, you know, Jared Cannonier, in my opinion, is one of the most dangerous fighters in the middleweight division. And uh, Robert Whitaker was able to, you know, handle him. I honestly think Whitaker is the best middleweight in the world in the UFC, besides Israel Adesanya, and I even think if there's anyone to beat Adesanya in the middleweight division, that someone who isn't bigger than him, I I think it would have to be Robert Whittaker. Now, how I think this fight is going to play out, you know, it's interesting. Uh, like I said again, you know, I even think the fight may have went a little bit different if it happened when it was first scheduled. But you know, time has gone by. I think both fighters have gotten better, even though Gaslam has picked up some losses. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Whitaker here. You know, he has that five-round experience, more so over Gastelum. We saw Gastelum, you know, in his five-round fight with Adesanya. He started to dip. Um, I think Whitaker can, you know, have more stamina than Gastelum if he needs to use it. Uh, If Whitaker can't get Gastelum out early, and I don't think that Whitaker... Will get Gastelum out too early. I think Gastelum is very tough. Uh, If Whitaker did finish Gastelum, I think it would be in round three or four. But, you know, if Gastelum is hanging around past that, I think Whitaker can really use the later rounds, rounds four and five, to his advantage if he needs so. Um, You know, I think Whitaker's pace and his movement uh, and his well roundedness, you know, it's hard to take Whitaker down. He's a good wrestler. If he drops you, he can hold you know, control you on top and do damage. Um you know, I just see Whitaker overall, you know, wherever the fight goes, I I think he's gonna be able to to win the exchanges. Uh not that not a knock on Gaslam. Gaslam's very good. It's just I, I see this as a little bit of a tough matchup as far as if Gaslam gets in trouble in certain areas, you know, Whitaker is so well rounded that it's hard to you know, win in other areas. So I'm gonna go with Whitaker. You know what? I you know, I'm I'm a huge Whitaker fan, and honestly if I had to pick, you know, my top three or five favorite fighters, I certainly believe he's in there. So maybe this is a little biased, but I'm gonna take Whitaker by i I think he gets a finish. And I think he you know he he's so humble, really. He's not even calling for the rematch with Adesanya too much he wants to focus all of his focus on Gastelum this fight and uh you know I really think that he's gonna go out there and have a great performance and it's gonna be like he's not even really calling for the title next and he just got a great finish and it's like all right like he has to be given it just by performance so I'm gonna go Whitaker uh by three round three or four uh stoppage by TKO or KO I think he's going to use a lot of good kicks in this fight, and it should be a good fight. In the co-main event, we got Jeremy Stevens moving up to lightweight to face Drakar Klaus. This is going to be a very interesting fight. You know, Jeremy Stevens has 18 fights in the UFC, believe it or not. Uh, he has fought at lightweight before, and then, you know, I believe he, he struggled a little bit uh, and ended up going down to 145. He, had, he only missed weight, I believe, two times, but he missed weight his last time at 145. Therefore, I think, plays a little bit of the factor to move back up to 155, and he's facing a tough guy in Drakkar, Klaus. Uh, you know, I'm not sure where Stevens is at 100%, but I think he he's going to want to come back and uh, especially move in weight divisions. He's already powerful. I think having a little bit more weight is going to, make him even more so powerful i think he feels like he's got a little bit to prove uh and he wants to you know get on a nice win streak so i'm gonna go with jeremy stevens by knockout not a knock on Dracar klaus you know there is value on him as an underdog but uh i'm gonna go with jeremy stevens here and we have andre orlovsky versus a young prospect and chase sherman in the heavyweight division you know this is an interesting fight because sherman is up and coming We're not too sure how well rounded he is. We know he could strike. Uh, Orlovsky, obviously a veteran and, you know, can pick up wins against these young prospects if they're not sharp enough. He's obviously motivated. He was very pissed about his last loss against uh, Tom Espinal. So, you know, I really think that Orlovsky, as long as he doesn't get outclassed and Sherman isn't, you know, more than we think he is, I think Orlovsky should be able to win. I think he's going to be well-rounded and and you know Orlovsky got submitted last fight. He was a little surprised by that. He was pissed off, you know. I really think he comes in sharp. Um and it's hard to put Orlovsky out sometimes. You know, if you catch him right, his chin goes, but I think he's going to be tough enough here to uh get a decision win. We've got Abdul Razak Al-Hassan versus Jacob Malkoon in the middleweight division. Al-Hassan, you know, was was coming out with a bang, knocking a lot of guys out, and then picked up a few losses. And uh, Malcun is 4-1. He's young. He is a, p- a training partner for Robert Whitaker, But I'm going to go with Al Hassan here. I feel like his back's against the fence a little bit. And I feel like uh, he needs a win, or he might be in danger of losing his job. Uh, I'm going to go with Al Hassan by knockout. And then we got Lewis... Pena versus Alexander Munhos in the lightweight division I'm going to go with Pena here I think he is he has talent and uh, I think he's hungry for a win and I'm going to go with him here and we got Bill Algeo versus Ricardo Lamas I'm going to go with Algio here I really like him in the featherweight division I think he's a tough dude and uh, he's got a hell of amount of talent and skill and uh, just some quick, quick few picks From the prelims, you know, not too, too many names that I recognize more. So, you know, I recognize every name for the most part on the main card. It's going to be a banger main card. I think a lot of action, a lot of finishes, Um, but I'm intrigued to watch the prelims too, to get to know a lot of these fighters. Alexander Romanoff, the undefeated prospect in the heavyweight division. He's 13-0. He's taking on Juan Espino. This should be a good fight. Odds are pretty close. I think that it's a fight to watch out for if you're going to watch the prelims. um, Heavyweight division. So I think either guy can get finished. I'm going to go with Romanoff. And Gerald Mearshart is taking on Bartosz Fabinski. Uh, This should be a good fight. I'm going to go with Fabinski. I think he, right now... You know, he doesn't have as many fights, but I think he's going to get it done against Mirshar. I think Mirshar's just towards the end of his career, although I think he's going to feel like he has a lot to prove since he had a horrible last showing against Hamza Shemayev. So, you know, that was UFC fight night, Whitaker versus Gaslam. Obviously, there's other prelim fights, but I'm not too familiar with them, so I'm excited to watch those fighters to get to know them. Prelim start at 7 p.m., main card starts at 10 p.m., it's gonna be great. It's this weekend, Saturday, April 17th. I'm super stoked, especially for this main event, and the main card is gonna be great. My main event picks, I'm four and seven so far this year. I'm not too, too uh thrilled about that. I'm hoping to make it five and seven with Whitaker getting a win and hoping to move towards that 50-50. And then eventually, you know, towards the end of the year, try and lay on some wins over these wrong picks. But nevertheless, we got plenty of fights to come and uh, some banger, banger cards and pay-per-views in the future as well. All right. That was episode 54. Today is April 14th. Thank you guys for tuning in.